pleasure on uh, many of these Thursday mornings uh, following school board meetings to be joined by the Iberia Superintendent of Schools. Heath Hulan joins us. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Jeff. How are you? Good, man. Good. Like you said, uh, brisk uh, walk in this morning. Huh? Yes, it felt good out there. Yeah, down to 35 degrees, uh, probably our morning low today. Yep, and we've been enjoying it. You know, we already cooked gumbo. We had chili for Halloween. You know, we pretty much all uh, cold food out. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know? I know football teams are enjoying practicing in this weather oh, uh, as opposed to Oh, we saw in September and, oh, and obviously man. back in August, too. After the brutal start to this season, you know, that they had, uh, this is very welcome to round out the uh, the last week of play. There you go. So, uh, school board met last night uh, looking at the agenda. A lot of housekeeping. Yeah, we had a, a lot of odds and ends that we had to take care of. Um, a couple things of note that I wanted to share. <clears throat> um one of the things on there was uh, cyber liability, and that's... Uh, that intrigued me. Yeah, that's an insurance uh, policy that we have to carry because, you know, being a large, such a large public entity, of course, we're always a, a target for, you know, uh, cyber attacks, cyber terrorism, lots of, uh, of payroll information and things that, that we could be vulnerable, so we have to carry that insurance policy. But we actually uh, had a decrease in the premium, and that's because of... Uh, some action that we took as a board, and we now require all of our employees to use uh, multi-factor authentication. So we have, you know, when we log into our student information system or into our network, um, you know, they not only do you enter a password, but you also receive a code either on your phone or on a little fob that that our employees carry, and and so that we know it's them when they're logging in. And because we took that that step as a proactive measure to protect our network, you know, uh, we got a great rate on this policy this year. So we were happy to reap some benefits of that extra work that we put in. Real good. Um, we also uh, approved the uh, sax, the tax uh, salary supplements uh, that will go out to our employees uh, on November the, the uh, 17th, right before the, the Thanksgiving break. Um, and that is the uh, two extra checks that our employees receive each year based on uh, the taxes collected in Iberia Parish. And, you know, well, we've been having some really great months, and um, and that's a way to encourage uh, our citizens to shop in Iberia because the money that we stin- he- uh, spend here in Iberia Parish in sales tax comes back to, to the employees of the school system and the kids in Iberia Parish schools because uh, we, we really rely on, on that uh, uh, sales tax as a, a large portion of our revenue and our budget. Is there a way to generalize uh, how that plays out per employee, or does it vary? Uh... Uh, it it varies each time. You know, we, we disperse it uh, twice a year, and it's we have a base amount that we have to give employees. Um, but then based on the collections, if collections are, are increased, then we could uh, add a little to that ec- to the excess portion. So uh, the amount that they get varies, and it's directly dependent on the sales tax revenue here in the parish. Gotcha. Yeah. So uh, a couple other things that uh, came up. Last night we uh, had a, a guest uh, in the, the boardroom, and that was the New Iberia Senior High Choir uh, under the direction of Mr. Casey Doucette. He's brand new to Nish as the choir director. He took the place of um, Judy Webb, who was a longtime um, vocal instructor and choir director at Nish. Uh, she retired, and Casey... Uh, they're a young teacher, very energetic, took her place, and he had uh, the NISH students there last night 
and uh, performed the national anthem for us. We did a kind of a tribute to veterans since it was sure. November 1st, and we, uh, the board adopted a proclamation um, declaring November Veterans Month and Military Families Month. And, of course, we have some um, activities that will be happening around the district uh, in the month of November to celebrate our veterans. But I always like to highlight uh, Bell Place Middle School. They do an extra special job in honoring our veterans. They normally host a breakfast for them, followed by nice. just a top-notch program. And this year, Veterans Day falls on a Saturday, so uh, their program is actually going to be on Thursday, November 9th uh, at Bell Place Middle School. So if there are any veterans out there, you're always welcome to attend. Just uh, uh, go, ahead, go ahead to the school at 8 o'clock on Thursday, November 9th, and you will be welcome uh, to attend their program. Very good. Um, see a couple other things that we have happening um, next week on um, November the 9th. Uh, we have two special events that is going to highlight our career center out at uh, the old air base. Um, that's where we have our um, workplace and workforce uh, training programs. Um, and we're hosting an open house from 8 to 10 on November 9th. And that is targeted to business owners and industry leaders in Iberia Parish. We want them to see firsthand the types of training programs that we offer to students and the types of skills and certificates that they can leave our school system with that make them employable right here in Iberia Parish. So we are inviting, you know, any members of the workforce, uh, if they're looking for skilled or certified employees and they want to see what we have to offer from 8 to 10 next Thursday, November the 9th. Uh, they'll be welcome. We'll have a short presentation, and then we're going to take them on a tour of the facility and let them see all of the different uh, workshops that we have and programs that we have going on there. And we're doing this in conjunction. We want to thank uh, four uh, groups that are helping us to co-sponsor this and, and advertising it to their members, and that's the Greater Iberia Chamber of Commerce, the Acadiana Regional Airport, the Iberia Industrial Development Foundation, and the Port of Iberia. So. Um, all of those uh, entities are uh, involved and will uh, participate in this open house next week. Does that also uh, let students know that there are jobs out here? Uh, stay here. Exactly. Um, we actually have some partnerships with some businesses that are around, and we're looking for to further those where they, they come in and talk to our students when they're seniors and you know let them know what they need to do in order to move straight after graduation. And a lot of times they'll, they'll uh, have a job offer, uh, before they before they leave, um, last year we had a big signing day with Acadian Ambulance. They came into our our um, e- EMT program and they plucked up uh, four students um, who were still in high school and offered them jobs and had them sign contracts. And as soon as they graduated, they they had a job waiting for them at Acadian. Um, had a big deal. They brought in the uh, the, the helicopter and <laughs> their um, all of their um, you know. Uh, directors from the Acadiana area were there to to greet the kids and it made it was almost like a signing day like they were you know signing to go to uh play college ball or something excellent excellent yeah and anything else from um, so in addition on that same day we're gonna open the doors again that evening uh to parents uh and students who may be underclassmen ninth or tenth graders who are kind of planning their career track and want to know what's available so that they could plan ahead um, and that's at 5.30, and we're going to meet at the the old gymnasium uh, at uh, um, SLCC, the campus out there. There's still a, a gym out there, and we're gonna, that's where we're going to meet 
to do the presentation for the parents, and then after that we will uh, move to the, the different locations out of the base and let the parents go in, take a look at our welding shops, our HVAC center, our con carpentry uh, construction shop, uh, the the auto body um, and auto collision repair uh, shops that we have out there. Um, so let them see all that firsthand and see some of the projects that the kids are working on. So that will be that evening, same same day, November 9th, is our IPCC day, and we really want to get the word out about what great things that we have out there. Real good. Real good. Anything else? Um, our special education department is uh, hosting its annual fundraiser, uh, and it's a poinsettia sale. And uh, so if anybody was interested in purchasing some poinsettias, they'll be in in time for Christmas. The deadline to order is November 15th. And the delivery dates will be November 29th and November 30th. Um, and with that, as far as for our community-based instruction program, so uh, we work with some of our special ed kids and um, teach them. Uh, these are kids who are not on a diploma track. You know, they're on a skills uh, track. And we teach them some uh, social skills. We take them to restaurants and stores and teach them how to, you know, order food or go shopping and plan a little budget. And so the, the money from this fundraiser gives each child a little budget that they could they could use to to plan out a shopping list or to plan uh out a, a trip to a restaurant and learn how to to spend and budget their money and and really uh give them some skills that could help them function in daily life so it's a great program great group of kids and so um that that point set of sale is ongoing now until november the 15th real good and um one more thing, uh, the State Department released, uh, and there was an article in the Iberian about um, advanced placement test scores on the rise, and a lot of kids, more kids getting um, AP credit, you know, for college courses. Um, and I got a call from uh, Corey at the, the Iberian and said, that, well, we didn't see Iberia on the list. And uh, that's because a few years ago we took a different route uh, in Iberia Parish. We found that uh, the AP exam our kids were not as successful, um, and it's all about getting them college credit. And AP has a lot of national measures in it, and it's used to, to compare kids in uh, Louisiana to kids in other states. And um, we found that our kids are much more successful and earn more credit when we go the dual enrollment route. And we have the college professors either come on our campus or train some of our teachers uh, to work in conjunction with the colleges and universities. So we have great programs with LSU, SLCC, Nichols, um, uh, to name a few of the universities. And we have kids that starting in their junior year, they're earning college credit. Some of our, our seniors graduate with up to 18, some, in some cases, 21 hours of college credit under their belt, uh, almost their whole first semester um, completed while they're still in school. So, so even though Iberia wasn't mentioned in that article about AP, I just wanted you, everyone to know that we do have college prep programs going on in our schools and um, we have lots of opportunities in fact I have I have two kids that have graduated from Iberia Parish schools and both of them uh, started college in their second semester rather than their first because they earned their whole first semester while they were still in high school gotcha gotcha uh, kind of along those lines uh, Governor Edwards yesterday uh, rejected a legislative committee vote to block a plan that would give high school seniors the chance to appeal low standardized test scores or leap tests, uh, that kind of a thing. There's been some back and forth whether or not uh, we should lower those standards. Uh, any, any thought on uh, this level? Yeah, there's been a lot of spin around that topic, and um, it, it actually started out as a, as a really 
good thing, a good program um, for some kids that that uh, have skills that they can be uh, productive citizens, um, just like the kids that we were just talking about at our career center. Um, but a lot of times they get blocked and they have to either spend uh, extra time in high school where some of them never earn an actual diploma because they, they're just not great test takers. You know, that the standardized test, the LEAP test, is, is not an easy test. And it, it, a lot of times it's indicative of, um, you know, how well of a test taker you are rather than how much you know. And so this waiver would allow certain groups of kids that may struggle on this test. This is not open to anybody, and they didn't, a lot of times they don't talk about that. This is open to kids with some learning disabilities, kids with some language barriers. Maybe they are English is their second language. And, you know, uh, if you have a learning disability or, or if you are not a native English speaker, going into that LEAP test, you're at a disadvantage already. So this gives them an alternate route to earn their diploma without having to pass that test. And there are a few instances where it would have helped kids, that, especially kids like this. You know, we had, we had a young man who went um, and earned his welding certificate, his certification. He's employable, ready to go, but, but struggled so much with passing the English port of the LEAP test that uh, his diploma was delayed, you know. Um, and not to say that English is not important, but... He passed all of his English coursework with his teachers. He earned himself a certificate at IPCC that showed that he was ready to become a welder, but he couldn't get a high school diploma because he struggled with that test. So uh, there is some merit to the program. I know there's been a lot of spin in the media, listening to other talk shows, and, you know, like we're lowering our standards, but uh, actually not. This was designed to help a very specific group of students that we feel could still contribute and still have, uh, you know, value as employees. And just because they are not great test takers or struggled with that standardized test didn't mean that they shouldn't earn a diploma. So, And, again, it's an appeals process. There are no guarantees. That's correct. They, you know? now, they, they do, in place of the test, they do have to um, do a, a, a portfolio where they do kind of a hands-on thing and they work with the teacher to develop, to show by another means to show that they still have mastered those standards. So not everybody can be put in that box. I can't, I might do better with a hands-on project to show you that I know the material rather than taking a standardized test. And that's what the spirit of this, uh, this uh, thing was about. And um, Bessie saw that it, it had value. The governor saw that it, it had value. But uh, they had a lot of challenges and roadblocks. But it, it, it was, it did pass and it's in place. And we'll see how long it stays in place before somebody decides that it wasn't a good thing and, and, and takes it back. So There you go. Anything else you want to add before we let you go? No, that's it. And uh, before we know it, we'll, holidays will be around the corner. You know, it seems like as soon as the trick-or-treat buckets go up, the Christmas trees mm-hmm. come out. So it's, it's that time of year. There you go. See you in a couple of weeks? Yes, sir. All right. Appreciate it. As always, Heath Hewland, superintendent of schools, joins us on these Thursday mornings uh, following school board meetings. Most of the time.